Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for the NCC podcast. God is doing so many great things in our community, and I trust that he's doing great things in your life as well. And I trust that God is going to speak to you through this message. You know, um, it, it's Pastor Craig was so kind to pray the things he said, but he said something that I just want to grab onto is that none of us in life, but certainly not those of us who follow Jesus, just um, appear out of nowhere, right? <laughs> um, and this, this, uh, this moment is very special to me because two of the people that we have stood on their shoulders that are the reason we got banished um, across the river um, 10 years ago. Um, you know, the people who have believed in us and have championed yes, us, who yes, taught yes. me everything I know and taught Philip almost everything he knows, the rest of what he knows came from me. And so I guess it's, <laughs> anyway, but it, it's good. It, Very it's true. All, it's well all said. good. Well but, said. but they're in the room, and it would be, um, it, it would not fit with our house habits of we honor consistently if we did not acknowledge the fact that Pastor Denny Duran and Pastor Deonza Duran are here. Come on. We and love we are you. so grateful. We love you. Thank you. For your investment, not just in Amen. us, but in this place. Amen. And we love you. We Amen. just think you're awesome. It means the world to us that you guys are here celebrating today. Come on. With us 10 years Ten here years. at North Point Community Ten Church. 10 years. Hey, you know, I thought something would be really fun kind of before we dive into it, but just to kind of figure out who is in the room. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, we're going to do just a few things in terms of when did you first come to North Point Community Church? But, but let's what? just practice real quick. Okay. Everybody put their hand up. Okay. Everyone. You can do it. Okay. So you oh, can good. Yeah, yeah, everybody can participate. Because there's always the feeling of, like, I'm not going to raise my hand, but now you already have, so you may as well the next time. Yeah, very good. Isn't and if they good? can raise their hand, they could stand up as well. Oh, that would be good, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, they, they could, could do that as well. They could do that. All right, so here's what I thought today would be really fun, just to kind of see where everybody was at in the room. So we're going to break it down into four categories. Four categories. If you were here in 2013, okay, so that was our very first year. So maybe you weren't here like on the first Sunday, but in 2013, sometime that year you came. The next category will be 2014 through 16. The next category will be 17 up to the pandemic, <laughs> 2020, and then, and then 2020 and beyond. So those are going to be your four categories. So first, let's start with who was here in 2013, why don't you stand up right now? 2013, come on. All right. Yes. Amazing, amazing. You may be seated. You may be seated. Fantastic. How many of you were here 2014 to 2016? Come on, stand on your feet. 2014 to 2016. All right. Showing up strong, showing up strong there, all right. How many of you 2017 to 2019 stand up? 2017 to 2019, all right. All right, so if you, if you have not stood up yet, then that means you have to stand up now because we know you're not rebellious and disobedient, okay? And so if you were here 2020, up until now, stand up. 2020 until the present time. Come on, look at this. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. And you may be sitting. Come on, wasn't that, that fun? That was so much fun. Really, really That was awesome. so much fun. I loved it. Just keep going. You're on a roll, babe. You're on a roll. Just keep going. I'm going to hey, clap. When I, th I thought this would kind of be fun, too. Uh, since today's fun and you think, well, man, are, are they going to talk the whole time or are we really going to get to eat those cupcakes out there? No, we're going to get out early so you have plenty of time to eat, eat the cupcakes and, and party and have some fun. But how many of you would say this, that you were, that you were born again, that you, you met Jesus for the first time here at North Point? You were baptized here at North Point, which is what we got the big uh, trough up here for today. We're doing baptisms after our 11:15 service, and we have 10 people getting baptized today on our 10-year celebration. Come on. You can't even make that stuff up, okay? Only God can baptize 10 people on the 10-year. Okay, and, and so I hope they all show up now. Okay, um, 
So if you would say, man, I met Jesus here for the first time, I was baptized here, or I re-engaged with God in a significant way, maybe after years of really not being in church, and you say, I came to North Point, I really re-engaged God in a significant way. So really met God, re-engaged with God, or were baptized here at North Point. Will you stand on your feet right now so that we can cheer for you? Come on, look at that. Amazing. Wow, come on. Fantastic. Fantastic. Amen. And you may be seated. Come on. <laughs> that was totally unfair. Um, okay. I'm like crying now. God is so good, isn't he? And he meets us where we are. And I'm just so grateful for that. You know, here at North Point, we have a mission, don't we? And that mission is creating Christ-centered, culture-changing communities. And, you know, I love that mission because it's not a mission for Sunday mornings. It's a mission for every single day of our week and for our life. It's so funny. Somebody asked me the other day what my mission statement was personally. And I came to the conclusion that that has become my personal mission statement. Because it's so important that that's who we are, that we are people who are active, that we're creators, that we are people who are Christ-centered, right? That we do the effort of creating Christ-centered, that we do the effort of creating culture changing. Because it's easy to go with the culture, right? Instead of going against the culture. And then community, that we get to do this together. And so today we're going to talk about a few different things, but you know, there's two things that are true in every season as Jesus followers. Forever and ever, two things are always true. Jesus is the only solid foundation. He's the only thing that is not shaken. I think we have seen this more and more and more and more. Science is not a firm foundation because it doesn't have answers to the big questions. Philosophy is not a firm foundation. It shifts with the winds. Culture is not a firm foundation. Politics isn't a firm foundation. None of these things are firm foundation. Even our own families are not firm foundations because they are subject to change. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is a firm foundation on which we can build our lives. And then the second thing is this, is that God is faithful. God is faithful. So we're going to go through um, so, some things that, that we wanted to share with you about the next 10 years. But, but everything that we're going to talk about, it comes from that place yeah. of Jesus is the foundation. If you came in today and you're like, you know, I don't know about this Jesus thing. Um, I've kind of been hanging out here, but, you know, I like the community. I heard you were going to have cupcakes. It was, it was a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. And, hey, no judgment there because I have shown up to random things for free food. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> very random. I know lots of things about random stuff. But anyway, mm. if you walked in and you're not real sure, yeah. I just want you to know Jesus will never let you down yeah. and that God is so incredibly, incredibly faithful. Yeah. And he has shown himself so faithful to us Absolutely. and to this place Absolutely. in the last 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, and here at North Point for 2023, we have said that this is our year of that's right. It's our year of legacy. And, and our, our, our big idea for this year is that we want to live the legacy that we want to leave. We want to live the legacy that we want to leave. People talk about leaving a legacy one day, but you cannot leave anything greater than you have lived. And so we want to live a legacy each and every day so that we might be able to leave a legacy one day. And so as we just kind of look back over these 10 years, what we kind of did is we kind of came up with 10 legacy lessons that we have learned in the last 10 years uh, that will really prepare us and equip us and empower us as we all move forward. And so we're going to we're going to run through these these are real quick. They're they're going to be fun. Uh, I encourage you might maybe even want to take some notes because I think these things will really apply to your life and will really speak to you in every season. Absolutely. And the very first one is start where you are with what you have. Mm. Start where you are with what you have. Okay. There is no ideal time to start a business. 
There's no ideal time to start a family. There's no convenient time to have another child. There is no ideal time to start a church, write a book, or start working out or begin doing anything, right? There is no perfect time. And we never have exactly what we think we need in order to do the thing, whatever the thing is. And so, so many times that becomes an obstacle to us leaving a legacy because we're like, well, I'll start living that whenever everything's in line, but we have to make a decision that we're just going to go ahead and start where we are with what we have. And, you know, in December of 2012, this church was about 140, 160 people on Sunday mornings and um, on our very first, uh, very, very first service here in January of 2013, we had a band that was so bad that I cried the entire (laughs) way home because I was convinced no one was ever going to come back. I mean, we walked in and it was just like, this is so bad and nobody's going to come back. Oh, it was over. And, and it was over. It was we over. We were like, you we know, they, just tr- started they and it was trusted over. us yeah. with this moment. There's not going to be a 10-year celebration. And we blew There's not going to be a week two celebration and because nobody's coming it. back. And, and like, like week two, we had to stop worship in the middle of it. And the, the band director goes, sorry, guys, just for a second. Excuse me, could, could you kind of pick up the beat just yeah, a little? I mean, happened. like, we're in the middle. It's just, things are just, go- and then all these different things weren't in line, Yeah, you know? It, it, we didn't have exactly what we felt like you needed. Yeah. You know, you hear all the stories about this. No, it wasn't like that, but we started where we were with what we had. Actually, yeah. you know, we only had one full-time staff member here yeah. at North Point That's at right. that point. Yeah. Because Philip and I both had full-time jobs doing yeah. other stuff. Yeah. He was a football coach. I don't really know what I was doing at that point. I can't remember. I've had five kids. But but I was doing something. Yeah. And, and so we, we only had one yeah. full-time. And past, Pastor Craig had just taken a job back in the corporate world. Right. And, yeah. and, so, and so for staff meeting, we would invite – um, the maintenance person yep. and the head of the daycare to the church staff meeting. Yep, just so we'd have some bodies in the room. To, to make it feel like we had a bigger staff. That's right. But there was one person who was there, one person, one who person. was there from day one yep. and and put up with us learning how to lead yep. and has continued to yes. and is still here today. Yes. And I want to honor Pastor Clarissa and Dale Stevens. Come on. Please stand. Come on, stand up, stand up. Stand up. Come on, let us cheer for you. We love you. We couldn't have made it without you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I could say so many things about her, but this is what I'll say is that we learned to start where we were yeah. with what we had. Yeah. We had to start where right. we were with what we had. And, you know, everything that we're going to talk about from here po- yeah. on, it didn't start big yeah. and it didn't start pretty and yeah. it didn't start professional, yeah. but it started. Yeah. And if you'll just take a step of faith and start, yeah. if you'll just take a step of faith and move forward, yeah. hey, you know what? You may be going, I want to follow Jesus for real, but I'm just not where I should be in order to make that decision. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. You can go ahead and just start. Yes. Start where you are with what you have. Well, you know, I think in this year of legacy, you know, we're going to talk a whole lot this year Um, about Hebrews chapter 11, these heroes of the faith. And as you read their stories, that's what you always find. They just started where they were with what they had. And they just trusted God, and they just took the first step, and then God made the things happen. Even even Moses there mentioned in in Hebrews chapter 11, and the story of Moses is when God appears to him in in the burning bush. Some of you may be familiar with the story, and, and God begins to speak to him about this big plan that he has to go back into Egypt and go speak to the most powerful person in the world, Pharaoh at that time, the leader of Egypt, and tell him it's time to let God's people go and and he's like man who's going to believe me God what what is going on and God speaks to Moses and he says what is in your hand and he says it's it's a shepherd's staff and he said throw it down on the ground he threw it on the ground and it turned into a snake and God said you think that'll work (laughs) that's my version okay 
And here's the thing is that is that that's where we all begin. We start where we are with what we have. God uses what we have, and he always turns it into more than enough. But guess what? If you don't start where you are with what you have, you don't get the legacy story we read about in the Bible. You have to start where you are with what you have. And then the second thing is this. Don't wait for things to be perfect to enjoy the journey. Mm. Don't wait for things to be perfect to enjoy the journey. You know, living a legacy that you want to leave, there's a lot of things that you're going to look around and go, it's not perfect. And if you wait until the marriage is perfect to enjoy the journey, hello. If you wait until the kids are perfect to enjoy the journey. If you wait till the house is perfect. If you wait till the business has it all going exactly the way you want it. If you wait until the book is completely written Mm. to enjoy the journey. Then you're going to miss so much of life. And that's something that, honestly, I had to kind of learn. And Philip just, he just enjoys life. He's just happy. He's happy to be with himself. <laughs> no truer words. He's like, spoken. I'm here. High five myself. I'm happy, right? That's him. But but I, I, I can remember, especially early on, you know, I would get so distracted by the imperfections of the moment. And I wouldn't enjoy just the fact that we were together and that God was doing things and that we were moving forward. And, and I love the, the verse Philippians um, 4, 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again rejoice and you know you you constantly are telling me that well i think that you know right it goes back to that reminder that it is our choice to rejoice right and you have to choose to rejoice you you have to choose joy because there's not people might not choose that for you but you always have the choice if you are going to rejoice or not and so you have to you have to enjoy the journey and you have to even enjoy the unexpected things that happen along the journey And I don't know if you know or not, but it is acceptable, fully acceptable for you to laugh at yourself. It's not just acceptable, it is highly recommended by me to laugh at yourself. Bring the joy into your life. It is a choice that we have to make. Don't wait for things to be perfect. Here is the third lesson that we have learned in the last 10 years is that life comes in seasons. That life comes in seasons. You know, this this lesson has really shaped our language here at North Point. Because we don't say we do life together because it has become our revelation that instead we do seasons together. We don't do life together, we do seasons together. Today there are so many people that would love to be in this room celebrating with us. So many people who did so many things for North Point Community Church and serving and, and, and so many, they would love to be here with us, but their season has caused them to move away. And so while they would love to be here, they're not here today because we only do life in seasons. And whenever we realize that we do life in seasons, you know what it does? It makes this season more valuable. It makes this season more important. It makes this season mean even more because we don't have forever, but we do have now. So let's maximize the season that we have together. Let's maximize and optimize this time, this season that we're in right now. Absolutely. We've got to say the words today. Yeah. Have the lunch today. Do the things together today because the season really is over before you know it. Um, number four is this. What seems like a huge deal today will most likely be forgotten this time next year. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, right? What seems like a huge deal today will most likely be forgotten sometime next year. We learned that over and over again. But there is one moment that just really stands out to me, Philip. We were having a 4th of July celebration early on. It was about 2014 or 15. It was, it was very early, very early. And, and uh, we decided to send out a mailer. And guys, that may not seem like a big deal to you, but when you have hardly any money, sending out a mailer is a big deal because it's expensive. And we decided to send it to all of Barksdale. The whole base. The whole base. 
we are going to send this mailer to invite them to come to our 4th of July celebration. Only the problem was that we spelled 4th of July to our patriotic military as F-O-U-T-H. Forgot the R. Footh of July. Please come to North Point's Footh of July celebration. Yes. What's even worse is no one caught it until it arrived at someone's house. In my mailbox. Possibly in our mailbox because we sent it to all of Barksdale and also the surrounding areas. And so it's in our mailbox and yes. there it is. And I have never seen Philip turn into a football coach quite like he did at that moment. <laughs> Let me say it would have been the equivalent of us fumbling the ball at the state championship on the five-yard line. It was a very interesting day. We just disrespected. Right. We were convinced. All of the patriots. We were oh, convinced. yeah, it's over. It's a, once No again, military person will ever walk through our doors again. Because we have The footh of July. It was, it, was, it was a moment. It was a moment. It was a moment. But. But. A year Probably later? A year later? Nobody knew about it except our staff because I told them, I want you to pin this right over your computer <laughs> so that you look at it every day and you never make this mistake again. <laughs> okay, that's true. And you'll true. take it down at the next 4th of July. But that, so they remembered, but nobody else did. Nobody else. About nobody it. else. In yeah. fact, I, I think most people didn't even notice it. Yeah. You know, but it's like what you think is such a big deal in the moment. It's yeah. like this is going to be the defining moment. Yeah. This is going to be the thing. It, it goes away. Yes. But I'll say this. it When you learn the lesson from the big thing, mm, mm, mm. yeah, it can change everything. Yeah, so good. Say that again. When you learn the lesson from the big yeah. thing, it can change everything. Yeah. So maybe instead of putting all of the emotion into the big thing, yeah. we should take the emotion and use it to pull that lesson out. Because I will tell you that those of us who were there on that day when Philip went into full coach mode, that would be Clarissa and I only now. We, we do not forget to proofread yeah. ever anything. Yeah. And it made us better at details. It made mm. us better at caring for people. It made us better in different areas. Mm. Does it matter that we sent out the wrong mailer? No, but we got something beneficial from it. Come on. So when you have those big moments yeah. in your life, make sure that you're not making a big deal about the big moment. Make a big deal about the lesson from the big moment that can help you to get better yeah. in the next season. Right. We say we, we lose when we become the loss instead of learning from the loss. Right, like don't don't take the identity of like oh uh, you know don't no 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 learn the lesson leave that behind but learn the lesson and let it cause you to get better moving forward. Here is here is number five lesson number five and that is this that five kids is a lot of kids. <laughs> we had to have five to learn that lesson, but that that is what we did while we were here at North Point Community Church. We we came with one. We came with one. And now we have five. And now we have five. Multiplication. We and have done our part to grow the church. That's all I've got to say about it. And five is a lot. Yeah, I've been pregnant for a total of three years during our time as pastors. I just want to go ahead and point that out. Getting back to the point that five is a lot of kids. All five right. is a lot. Uh, lesson, all right, number lesson six. number six. Six is this. Sacrifice is required to build anything significant. Sacrifice is required to build anything sitting in it. It doesn't matter if we're talking about a church, if we're talking about a business, if we're talking about a family. Anything worthwhile doesn't just happen. There are no little elves that show up and do all the work behind the scenes and just make these things come together. No, it takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice. Some of you walked in today and the foyer has been completely redesigned out there. Looks amazing. Well, I just want you to know that nobody just popped up in between Sunday and Sunday like, oh, my God, like, how did this happen? No, it was because people showed up and sacrificed. It was because our staff members stayed until midnight making things happen. It's because they invited people along the journey, and we had almost 15 servant leaders show up and make that happen. You know, and it's not just those 15. No, it's right? not just those 15. You know, um, 
this 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 community has not been built on the sacrifices of just a few people. Yeah. It's built been built on the sacrifices of many. And, and this is what I want to ask is if you have ever served at a special event or on a team, would you stand up right now? Because we just want to honor you. Yes. And say yes. thank you for the way that you Amazing. have served. Amazing. You can Amazing. clap for yourself. Come on, yeah, yeah, clap, clap for yourself. For yourself. So if you good. can't clap for yourself, who is going to clap for you? There you go. No, that's right. That's you exactly could be seated. Right. But, it, but, it, but it's true. It takes yes. sacrifice. It takes hard work. In Luke 14, it says this. It talks about counting the cost. Hmm. Counting the cost. And if we're going to do anything, yes, it's important to start where you are. Yes, it's important to enjoy the journey. But if you don't know it's going to be costly, if you want a great marriage, it's going to take sacrifice on your part to build a great marriage. Yep. If you want a great business that blesses the community and provides jobs for other people, it's going to take sacrifice to make that happen. But any kind of significant legacy that we want to leave, we can know that it's going to be worth sacrificing for. That's right. Uh, lesson number seven that we learned, and it is, it is better to build the kingdom <clears throat> than just a church. It is better to build the kingdom than just a church. One of the things that I absolutely love about NCC is that we're really not all about NCC, right? We're, we're about our community, and, and we intentionally go out of our way to cheer for the people up and down Airline Drive who are doing incredible things to build God's kingdom. I mean, I'm so grateful for Cypress Baptist Church and what they are doing with foster care in this community. It is absolutely amazing. I love the sports program over at Airline Baptist. They're doing great things. And I could go on and on and on and on. And why can we cheer for them? Because we're on the same team. Because we're just trying to build the kingdom of God. And it's not about just doing things that look good for us. It's about doing things and giving in a way that doesn't even directly come back. And, you know, God has done incredible things. We, we have a statistic up there uh, about some of the baptisms and different things that have happened. I mean, it's, it's amazing. 2013 to tw we've had 400 baptisms. Come Can on. we thank God for amazing. that? Amazing. We've had over 700 growth track graduates. Can we cheer for that? That's Amazing. people who've gotten connected and involved. I'm so grateful for what God has done. But you know what else has happened? Mm. We've been for the city. Yeah. And we've fed people. Do you know what's happened since 2020? You want to talk about start where you are with what you have. We found out there were some hungry kids right at the beginning of the pandemic. And since that moment, since the pandemic hit, this is how many meals you have served to the people of North of Bossier City and Come all on. around. Almost 225,000. Amazing. That's incredible. incredible. I don't know about you, but that's what I want to be. I want to be a, a, a book of Matthew kind of Christian that says they were hungry and I got involved to take care of them and to feed them. It's not just about building your church. Did all the people who get meals know that it was North Point Community Church? No. Most of them didn't. Because it's not about us. It's about him. It's about building a kingdom. And when it becomes not about us, but it becomes about each other and about building the kingdom, then anything is possible. Absolutely. Man, I love that. Number eight, the eighth lesson we learned is that you will reap what you sow, but not necessarily where you sow. You will reap what you sow, but not necessarily where you sow. Galatians chapter 6 Verse 7 says this, do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. It is a promise from God that you will reap what you sow. But sometimes this is what we believe. We believe that the, the, the place or the people that we sacrifice for, that we give, that we bless, that we sow into, that there's going to be something that comes back out of their life, that we're going to reap from.
from that. And that's not the promise of God. You don't necessarily reap where you sow, but you will always reap what you sow. And as me and Destiny have been looking back over these pictures for, for uh, the last 10 years, we've seen so many faces and so many people that were a part of what God was doing here. And they were in the military or they moved for, for other reasons and they're not here today. And you would think, man, but we invested so much. We, we, we trained them in leadership. We, we taught them so much. Man, it wouldn't it be awesome if we would be able to harvest them? But there was not a seed that went into that soil that was wasted. Because God's promise is whenever you sow good seed, you will get a harvest. Whenever you invest, you will get a return. It is God's promise. And so I say that to say, maybe there has been some disappointment in your life. Maybe you thought there would be some people that responded differently. Maybe you thought there would be some people that would still be in your life today. And you look around and they are not there. I need you to know that nothing that you planted in that season was wasted. Because the promise of God still stands. Because he is the promise keeper. He's not just the promise maker. He's the the promise keeper, and he will be sure to see that you will reap what you sow. And, you know, the, the number nine lesson is this, is that the impact of staying on mission compounds. Mm. The impact of staying on mission compounds. Yeah. You know, it, it can feel like so much to start reading your Bible, right? Mm. To start praying, to start giving, to start leaning into community, to start practicing hospitality, to start all of these different things, yeah. to just start living on mission. Yeah. But it compounds. Yeah. And over time, that investment that you made in year one, it doesn't just, it, it, it's not just, you know, one plus one equals two. It suddenly becomes to multiply. Yes. And, and as we were doing this, we, we picked this particular um, lesson out and, and we, we yeah. found that, that it really has been true in yeah. what you've done to put clothes on the kids, the students of, of Bozier Parish. So, so we, we have, we have an infographic on the, uh, the very first 2013 to 15, we gave away 500 new uniforms. That's great, right? That's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Then 2016, to 2019, it goes to 4,500 new uniforms. 2020 to 2022, it's 10,250 new uniforms. Yeah. It compounds. It compounds. It compounds. And the reason it compounds is because we started serving one school. Yeah. And we were faithful, and we had a good relationship with them, and we kept our word. And so that opened up the door to serve two schools, and then three schools. And now we're serving nine different yeah. schools yeah. with a look to possibly adding a tenth yeah. in this tenth year. Yeah. It compounds. Yes. So don't get weary. Hear me. Do not get weary in well-doing as yeah. you choose to live out your legacy. The Bible says, don't be weary in well-doing, but realize that you will reap a harvest in due time. Yes, 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 Sometimes yes. it just takes time. But that's what it looks like when we choose to live on mission. You know, and that's why we always say the gain is always found in the again. The gain is always found in the again. It's the again of repetition. When you just keep doing what you know you need to do day after day, week after week, there is going to be a gain in that again. But there's also a gain in the again of resilience. It's whenever you are willing to get back up and get back in the game and to try again, pray again, believe again, talk again. It is in the agains that we find our gain. And so that's what we've experienced. This, this compound effect, this, this gain that we've seen of influence in this community, it's just because we just keep showing up again and again. We just keep our word again and again. We just show up in love and pray. We just do it again and again and again. And therefore, God allows us to continue to experience these gains. And then finally, the 10th lesson that we have learned, the 10th legacy lesson is this. The best is yet to come is a way of life. 
The best is yet to come is a way of life. This is not just something that we say at the end of our service. This is not something that we just print out and put on a wall. No, the best is yet to come is a way of life. Because this is what we find. When you begin to live that way, it inspires and instills hope. And the more hope we have, the closer we are getting to God. Because this is what scripture says, Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, when you get close to the God of hope, he fills you to overflowing with hope. So through every season, through every valley, through every mountaintop, through the good days and the tough days, it never changes our declaration because we know that the best is yet to come. It is a way of life and it is God's way of life because it is the way of hope and he is the God of hope and he wants to fill us with all hope so that we can continue to advance the kingdom of God here on the earth. Absolutely. I'm going to ask the band to come to um, the stage as we close. Mm. You know, God has done so many wonderful things um, in this time, this season that we've had together. Um, but this is what I would encourage you is just like the best is yet to come as a way of life. This is a moment where we cheer and we get cupcakes and chocolate covered strawberries. Thank you so much, Esther. We love you. And all of those things, right? Mm. We, we get, we, we get to cheer together and we get to celebrate and we should do that. Yeah. But we live with the best is yet to come. We aren't just saying, okay, well, impact's over. We did it. We checked the box. Mm, no. Creating Christ-centered culture-changing community is a forever thing. Yes. And we aren't just doing it. We aren't just doing it because we need something to do. Mm. We aren't just doing it because we want to feel like good people. We're doing it because we have a deep belief that Jesus Christ is the only hope for the world. Yes. Because as Jesus followers, the reason that we feed people, the reason that we invest in water wells in Pakistan, the reason that we help people to go to the unreached in China, the reason that we buy uniforms and give them to kids so that we can restore dignity, one child, one classroom at a time, the reason that we get sweatshirts for an entire school and literally change the culture so much that seasoned educators say, I don't understand. How could it possibly have changed this much just by this one thing? The the reason that we do all of that is because Jesus asked us to. Because he asked us to clothe those who were naked. Because he asked us to feed the hungry. Because he asked us to. And we would do anything for him. And when we come to moments in our life where we're broken, where we want to live a legacy, but honestly, we aren't even sure if we can just live. We're not relying on our own power, but we're relying on a God who is as close as a whisper who's as close as just one word. So right now we're gonna sing over this moment. We're gonna close this moment with worship because I know that some of you walked in and honestly, you're not even in a celebratory mood. You're like, that's great, so glad. Honestly, very excited about the coffee, but, but other than that, you know, I've got some issues in my life. He sees you. We see you. And in this moment, we want to pray over you and what you're facing. Because Jesus is enough. But he's not just enough to fix your pain. He moves even beyond that to allow you to live a legacy. And what I hope that today did for some of us is get our eyes up a little bit. Off 
of just what we're facing to the fact that we were born to change the world. We were born to make a difference. We were born to leave a legacy everywhere we go. Can we stand together? And Philip's going to pray, and then we're going to sing. Amen. Father, God, as we look back over these 10 years in our personal lives and in the life of North Point Community Church, we just say thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all that you've done. God, we see your goodness. We see your faithfulness. We see your mercy. We see your grace. We see your power and we see your strength. And we just say thank you. But as we look back over our shoulder and we see your faithfulness in the past, it builds our faith for the future. No matter the challenges that we face, no matter the heartache that we might even be enduring right now, God, we have faith that weeping might endure for the night, but joy really does come in the morning. That although it might be a night season, dawn is just around the corner. And so today we speak the name that is above every other name. We speak the name of Jesus in this house. And God, we pray that not only would you meet us where we are right now, but God, we ask that you would walk with us, journey with us every step of the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Can you just say, Jesus, you are good. Your name is great. We just thank you for your name, Jesus. God, you are good. You are good. At your name, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Jesus, you are Lord. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus Thank you Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Oh, your name Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life And break every stronghold Shine through shadows burn like a fire and I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus Your name is power, your name is healing, and your name is life. Break every stronghold and shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Oh, your name, your name, oh, your name is power, and your name Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness, 
over every enemy in Jesus for my family I speak the holy name Jesus and oh, shout Jesus from the mountains oh Jesus in the streets and Jesus in the darkness over every enemy and Jesus for Shine through this 
truck is out there. Stop, get you some coffee, meet a new friend, talk to some old friends, hug some necks. If you're new to our community, we have our Connect Corner out there. Stop by. We've got a gift just for you today. If you're watching online, let us know. We'd love to connect with you this week. Reminder, hey, we love to give generously here, and I think you saw that today in all those statistics. 10,000 plus uniforms in just the last three years. Come on, guys. We give generously here at North Point Community Church today. If you want to sow a seed, come on, just into the next 10 years that God is going to do things here in our community, or you want to give your regular tithes or offerings, you can put it in the offering boxes as you leave, or text to give or give online at any time. All right, we're going to say it together now. The best is yet to come. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and share our podcast. For more content from NCC and how to get connected, visit ncc.team.